Today on Banter Banter, we are going to provide you a very shocking episode, which leads us to our not safe link clicking disclaimer. We highly suggest that you do not go searching for most of these things on the internet, for they will be very detrimental to either your computer or your eyeballs. If for any reason you do go looking, I highly suggest you then get yourself some safe visual eye bleach by going to the subreddit r forward slash eye bleach to solve all of your emotional and visual problems. That being said, welcome to another episode of Banter Banter. I am joined by my two co-hosts, Aaron dun, dun, dun. and Manny. We have 25 tips for you to solve all of your life's problems. Just stay tuned and listen. Grab a notepad. Mike, your third host, has just grabbed a notepad to find out what these 25 best recipes in the southern states is during the springtime as we move into fall. Yes, the recipe for living a decent and wholesome life. Well, recipe number one is, do you know the little tab on... Soft drink cans is actually meant to be a straw holder? What? I've always wondered, what is that little hole in the inside airplane window for? Why would you drill a hole inside of a window? That seems totally outrageous. Also, you can buy sodium-free saltines and crumble them into a chicken broth And if you add enough, it makes a good base for cheap dumplings. I'm sorry I kind of ran away with that for a moment, Mike, but I wanted to get that out of the way. That's one of my pet peeves, is when you get an article, especially an article that promises to tell you X number of what, you click on it and you get a slideshow. And not only... Is it a slideshow that is obviously just a way to get you to refresh the page multiple times to get multiple companies' ad revenue? But half of the time, the items on this slideshow list aren't even related to what the title of the slideshow was. That is the dilemma with clicking on links that come from the internet. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. This evening, we are going to dive into... All of the different varieties of links you may see or get in an email or have been told about by a friend that either make you frustrated, are intent on destroying your computer, trying to get ad revenue, downright just shock you or gross you out, and some that just make you happy after you click them. You know what I like about tonight's topic is that it's good for a wide range of people. Either this is informative to our older or less tech-savvy crowd who tends to fall prey for a lot of the stuff we're going to talk about, or it's otherwise just a good forum for people who already know better that just want to hear somebody else complain about these things for a little bit. I have to agree with you. I definitely get frustrated with those links I see that are like, check out this great recipe that I made for the 
fall time with breadcrumbs. 75 links and clicks later, I get to the actual recipe after they give me their life story on how they came to this recipe. You know what, bub? I don't care that when you were in fourth grade, you broke your toe while playing Capture the Flag and has nothing to do with making a chicken noodle soup from scratch, all right? Unless you magically use something from your broken toe to make that soup. Ew. I don't need to know, man. And if you did use something from your toe when you broke it to make that soup, we have a health and sanitation dilemma on our hands, and I don't know if I could either cook or serve that to anyone. Are there any links that you guys have seen that just grind your gears, just rub your chaps the wrong way? I don't know any other additional frustration. Please, do go on. Well, I know one, but I've been forbidden to say it again. Maybe not forbidden, but I think one of you didn't care for it too much. You see, Aaron, that's the equivalent of clickbait right there, is you just told the listener, I have something, but certain people don't want me to say it. Well, let's find out. Click. That really creams my corn. Ugh. <laughs> Was it you, Mike? That must have been Mike. <laughs> I smell what you're stepping in. I know, Aaron. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Everyone, watch your steps. I'm about to drop some knowledge. Good, I'd rather pick up knowledge than other things. Like a virus? Clearly, no one wants that. And unfortunately, uh, some of these uh, clickbait links are just portals. It's like inviting the vampire into your house. You have to give it permission. You give it permission by clicking on it. Some of those, they are focused on a specific set of people that either clearly don't recognize it because the producers of said virus link are intentionally or do not care about spelling slash punctuation and only people that aren't noticing it click it or think it's actually meant for them and that is unfortunate and heartbreaking to me because the email where it's using my email address but like addressing me as a human being I can't no, you're not a safe link. You know, they go through a lot of hoops to try and do that sort of stuff. Just email-based. I think one of the most common tricks they'll use is they'll create whatever garbled domain name or whatever email they're using as sort of like a distributor zombie for it, but they will rename the account something that sounds official. And you'll see... On the header, it'll be, oh, well, this is from account management at netflix.com. But it's Netflix with... Well, no, some of them do it, like, straight legit. But the thing is, you then look at the email address, and you find out that the first thing I said was just the name they gave. Like, when you sign up for an email and you say, oh, well, this one is from Mike8time. And I'm like, oh, Mr8time sent me an email. Well, that's cool. They changed their person name to be this official email address. But if you look at the receipt for who it's from to who it's for, it's actually from random alphabet mixture underscore more alphabet mixture at something something mail dot com. Or the other one where it's like Netflix dot com, but it's 
N-E-T-T-F-L-I-X. Think, oh, it's so close, but it is not the same. Some of them get interestingly convincing. Some of them are kind of hokey. They clearly don't care and are really focused on the extremely ignorant or lackadaisical and people that aren't paying attention. Or just the tech illiterate. It's pretty easy to get a scribbled down note that says, Oh, your PayPal's been hacked into. There's five fraudulent transactions. Follow this link and help clear them off. So, I guess, listeners, tip number one, if you ever get anything like that, take it under advisement. You're like, huh, there's something wrong with my Hulu account. I'm going to open this other tab, and I'm going to log in. Look, the King of Belgium is not going to give you money if you send him $5,000 because he needs to unlock the money in his bank account. Not happening, bro. Do not send him money. Congratulations. You've been randomly selected to win a $100 gift card today. All we need is your social security number, bank account information, your address, your telephone number, your driver's license. That's all well and good, but I mean the ones that try and pose as popular companies that you may have an account for. I just mean like those, if they are significantly believable, then don't follow the email link. Go to your account on a separate tab and go to the regular official page. If there's something wrong, they will tell you there. Yes. Much like the IRS will never phone call you to collect money, do not do it. I tell you what, the worst thing is receiving text messages. I am on one of those lists. My block numbers list goes on for days now. Yeah, I'm going to have to start doing it too because I, for a couple of weeks, received messages like, there's a package that we have for you. Verify your information here. And I clicked on it just on the off chance because I did have a couple things supposed to be coming in the mail. But then it redirected me to this thing like this site has been affiliated with, what is it, spam or phishing? Not phishing, but basically it's, you know, fraudulent. It's fake. Yeah, phishing sounds about right. That tends to be the one of the... The ultimate goal to get your credit card information. Yeah. I think most of these we've discussed are, at least email versions, are much more phishing links. They're hoping to get bytes, but they'll send it to millions of people and maybe get 100 or 200 returns, which is enough. It's still impactful. Somebody got a hold of my number because I'm so popular right now, guys. I get like five of these a day. Oil coupons. People suggesting that I may have been harassed as a Boy Scout, even though I've never been a Boy Scout. I do have a question, sir. Oil coupons? Do I show up at the grocery store and get my discounted oil? Or is this like I show up to Exxon and I'm like, no, 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 sir, I have this printed coupon. I'll take three drums of your finest oil. Load it onto the back of my moped. (laughs) You go to the location described in the link that you're supposed to follow. And you strip down to your Speedo, and they will oil you up. (laughs) I accept. You do? Could you send me that address? (laughs) Sure thing. Let me forward it to you right now. Click, 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 boop. Oh, no. My computer has been infected by malware, and they're trying to extort money out of me. That's crazy, because I texted it to you. Don't become a statistic, Mike. Don't become an indictment of ignorance. So yeah, I think the long and short of it is if it can get on the internet, there's a chance that this scam has made it across various forms of scammy goodness. 
Yeah, there's been a variety. And with the statement of if you don't trust or know the link, don't click it or do some research on the link, please always do that. And if you get links that are shortened by some of the link shortening the Bitly's internet services out there. Yeah, like Bitly, although they do try to filter it out, but it seems it's more of a manual process in comparison to an automatic one or like tiny URL. Always be cautious of those links because it's not as well guarded by the company itself in comparison to some of the other companies. It is far less sexy than you gave it credit for. It'd be dangerous, yo. I would not eat them in a box. I would not eat them with a fox. Nobody likes green eggs and scam. (laughs) Speaking of green eggs and scam, what links have you guys clicked on that real life people told you to go to because they knew what was going to happen and they were intentionally scamming you into seeing a gross or shocking video that they also previously had been exposed to via said similar trick. I got a link to that video that was pitched to me as some sort of a meditation video. And by this point, the prank had already gone around a few people in my circle. And it wasn't particularly that video. But you stare at it. It's this car driving along a countryside with green hills and just kind of mellow, very low music, very specifically created to lure you into raising the volume. And it plays for... Almost a minute and a half, and then suddenly some dude in zombie makeup just, like, is flashed in front of the screen with a very, I would say, audio clipping scream. And it would have played out on me the way it was expected, but like I said, this sort of joke had already made the rounds in my group, so about 20 seconds in, I'm like, huh, I'm going to lower the volume real quick. And it went on a little bit longer than I thought. And I was like, huh, maybe I was like, ah, oh, there it goes. (laughs) (laughs) Now, did this video do the visual, like the image switch as well? Because I too have been caught off guard by one or two of those links. Yeah, the image will switch. It's just a classic jump scare. So even when I have the volume down, the image switch gets me the first time. I got the image and the volume, and then the second time I was like, I think this might be one of those things that got me recently. I turned the volume down. The image still got me. I was expecting it, and bastard still got me. Now, I've seen some amusing reactions. Maybe not any of them that you want to, you know, deal with a friend going through that. Like people punching TV screens? Well, punching computer screens. It was like an LCD monitor that they had the guy sitting in front of. And it was not super thin, but it happened. And you could see his fist going through to the other side of that monitor. <laughs> yeah, I really hope that that was his own computer. The shock image that I was first affronted with was Tub Girl. And not only was I told to click the link and it would be fantastic, and then I saw it and I basically wanted to vomit, but... 
several weeks later, some friends were over and they switched my background. They inverted the whole background and how the mouse moves on the screen. So they reversed the whole thing and then turned it into German. So I had to memorize the location clicks for all of the things to get me back to the settings to undo this horrible visual that I had on my background without it burning my eyes. Yeah. Wow, with friends like those... Who needs anemones? Who needs anonymity with friends like that? <laughs> yeah. With fronds like that, why do you need anemones? Yeah, Friends wasn't that great of a show. Seinfeld was clearly the superior sitcom. With frow lines <laughs> like this. With frog lookers like this. Who needs horse nay? <laughs> so two other links that I personally know of that I was always one of the last people in like the circle of the joke to go around. So I could see in the faces of the others when someone would bring it up. I was like, oh, that looks like a hard no for me, dog. Which is why I've never seen these in person, and I'm glad for it because of future explanations that I've gained, such as two girls, one cup. I don't know if it's actually real or if it's fake. You know, maybe it's just like some regular old sugar fudge. Maybe it's not. Dude, there's some weird stuff out there. I'm sure it is real. I want to pretend it's fake. It's just like sugar... It's fudge I buy from the candy store and not real fudge. Otherwise, Mr. Wonka was running a very different operation. <laughs> I heard a deep dive video researching this particular video. And from what it seems like, the director of this adult film, he works officially. And because of that, he does have to adhere to certain adult film actor worker standards so while he has made scat videos before one of the hard lines that is put on the industry is that they cannot use actual human feces for these things so yes you are right mike it was it, well now it's been a while and i don't remember what the video research was of but it was definitely some sort of dessert it was either soft serve or some sort of frosting, I can't remember. I'm thankful that you say and share that, but I'm nervous of the actual language for the industry because I know you're only like partially quoting what small amount of information you actually remember from your dive on that detail. But based on your description, it says it's not, it cannot be human feces, which makes me go... Well, I'm sorry. I guess what I mean is you can't make an adult film actor consume feces of any kind. It can resemble whatever you want it to. It can resemble actual feces, but it has to be safe for human consumption. Okay, then I feel I am very correct, but at the time, you know, you didn't know, you saw the video, nobody told you anything. Oh, absolutely. No, yeah, you see that, and it's like, what are they doing with Liquid Duty? I'm honestly glad I never watched that video. They told me this was the trailer for the new Call of Duty. <laughs> That's the wrong duty. <laughs> oh, sick. Another video that 
I ran across an explanation revolving around the user that I have not seen, but based on the YouTube video description of the man providing a conversation and informational dive into the background of a user. One Man One Jar was a huge sensation for like a small stint of time for a variety of reasons. Isn't it though? These are probably mostly like one hit wonders in a sense. They (laughs) pop up. They are popular for a short duration. Then they fade out of existence except for moments like this where we somehow touch base with something that is extremely visually or mentally or emotionally horrific. Some people wait a long time for a moment like this. Some people do wait a long time for a moment like this, where they attempt to stick multiple liquid-filled jars in their bum and are successful. And then, after several successful attempts, proceed to move into an empty jar attempt in which they have so much squeezing force that they shatter that mason jar inside themselves and silently scrape it out on video without making a word while they bleed profusely. The only thing that comes to my mind is a video I saw that was an animation. My anus is bleeding. My anus is bleeding. That's what I imagine this video being, except without someone saying things, you just hear the very awkward splatter and splooshing of liquid. You want some fun facts of the stuff behind that video? Is they tracked down who the guy was and he did a Q&A for it. He said that after he got as much of the glass as he could out, he basically just stuffed some cotton there and just went on to work because it was right before his work shift. (laughs) He's alive and healthy. I bet that shift was a real pain in the glass. (laughs) Yeah, no, that man is a trooper. Did he wait for nature to take its course? Yeah. Every single time he (laughs) it moved a little bit more. No, he said he think he got it all out. At some point, my body will poop out all of that glass. It's bound to happen. Listen, if it's stuck around his apologies, his anal cavity, when he poops it out, his poop's going to look like graboids. Oh, no. Because the little thing, no, come on, the little things that... So what, he's just pooping out small geodudes? <laughs> Geo-dude. Oh, man. That's a pretty hardcore individual, like... What do you do? You start recording a video before you go to work. You don't realize what's going to happen. All of a sudden. Yeah, that feels like a Friday night. You are now bleeding. Oh, is that like a Tuesday night with Shia LaBeouf? (laughs) God, I hope that was his Monday, too. (laughs) If I remember correctly, this person was not in America, but... I feel like that's the kind of reaction you would get with our healthcare system. It's like, well, the amount that it would cost me to go to the doctor, I wouldn't be able to afford if I don't go to work. I guess I'm going in. So the small information I understand, and I agree with your statement about how do you handle this problem as an average individual, the small amount of 
rabbit hole I went down that brought me upon this video describing this user said the user when he recorded this video was in Russia at the time or an Eastern European country. And he didn't think that there was any medical care that could help him. And yeah, I didn't know how far we'd be going into the logistics for this. Otherwise I'd have done a little research. His wife and kid were downstairs while he was recording, which caused him to be completely silent on the recording. You can hear the other noises, but he doesn't even, like, yelp in it. Just shatter. Mm-mm. No, sir. I don't think it was so squelchy as it was crunchy. I don't know. I haven't seen the video. I'm just saying. Well, I haven't either. But the one research video I saw covering that topic ran the audio for it. It was crunchy. Oh, God. Doesn't sound fun. Not my jam. Literally, not my jar of jam. You said that this happened not in the United States, right? Right. So that's the one silver lining, I guess, if one could be obtained, that America didn't beat somebody to this first. Which I think we can all agree, if that's the silver lining, we probably did. This world might be screwed. They just didn't record it and put it on the internet. Can you just let me hold on to what little hope I have left of the human race? Please, Mike. I was about to say, we're all one human race, Aaron. We just... We all lost. We're all from the same stupid here, alright? Doesn't matter who you are. Especially when you're on the internet. Your stupid comes from the same location. It comes from the internet. There's no reason for us to strive. Go ahead. Have your... Tide Pod cereal in the morning. And in an ice-cold glass of bleach. Oh, man. Right. So now that I've pained my anus with the idea of glass and bleach, gentlemen, some links that you have clicked on with some skepticism or a little bit of fear and anticipation for the horror show that might be on the other side. That turned out to be a rainbow of happiness and joy. The closest I can actually come to to answering your query is that I actually don't often engage in clickbait. I think I just I've learned enough about what clickbait looks like where I'm just like, nope. But a few years ago, fake celebrity death clickbait was rampant. And I had heard that there was a death recently, I think it was Andrew Lincoln, and then shortly followed by Norman Reedus. And of course, that was like, oh no, because I was like way into Walking Dead then. But then I looked and it was basically a gotcha thing. So it's like, okay, so I guess I'm happy that they're actually alive, but also go sit on a toilet and rotate, I guess. That's really the closest thing I can come up with for that, sir. Manny, do you have any on your list? I will say that maybe as far as the most clickbaity stuff that I tend to fall for happens in the YouTube space where you kind of run out of your usual subscriptions to watch and it starts suggesting one thing to you and then it's too late. Your feed is forever transformed by that one video you looked up. 
I think at some point I was just having one of those days and I clicked on a top 10 and oops, suddenly I love top 10s. You don't want to find out your top hidden secrets no. of American culture that you should go visit Pass. or top 20 home hacks that you didn't know existed, like no, the tiny you. hole in the airplane window? I don't think I do. So I will say my favorite link, and this is mostly because of my small perusing of Reddit. It's a reoccurring theme. There is typically the copypasta post that appears on many major threads. The link that I always enjoy is when someone obscures or skirts around the regular link for the Rickroll. I know, it's partial nostalgia. There's something about the Rickroll. I can't help myself. It is a great, safe prank to play on people. And so every time I click a link and I get Rickrolled, I have a good smile on my face for an easy 25 minutes. Now that you've mentioned it, I have seen some of those clickbaits that does have misleading information and once they've almost got you sold, then they drop the bomb on you. You get rickrolled. And I remember the couple of times that that has happened to me, I have laughed out loud because it was just well played and harmless, you know? Like, okay, yeah, you got me. That's good. If I could mention one more harmless form of clickbait. There was an old website. Are either one of you familiar with Think Geek? I may have thought the geek before it got sold to Game Estape. So every year on April 1st, they would release a slew of products that were basically April Fool pranks. But a lot of the things they released were awesome, and they were mixed in with all the normal stuff like the What's New section. And I didn't always look to see what the date was. So sometimes when I would look on these things, I'm like, oh, that looks awesome. Like this one thing they made, it was like this contraption you put on your wrist. It was kind of... Like a cross between like a tiger watch and like elements of like, you know, Pokemon Go and all that. It was basically a wrist thing that led you on adventures, essentially, like fantasy adventures that you had to do certain things with it. It was really cool. And I was like, oh, that looks awesome. I want to look how much that is. And then you click on it and then you got to see a picture of what I would like to call the gotcha seal, which I will share with you now. You would get this picture saying, ha ha, April Fools. Gotcha. Gotcha. Look at that face. It's a seal, basically, with a scrunched up face. It's cute. But like, you can't even be mad. But the really cool thing about what ThinkGeek would do is if there was enough requests for it, they would actually make that item a reality. Like there was another one. It was a dual drink concoction that celebrated the release of Guardians of the Galaxy. It was called the Groot Beer and Rocket Shot. So the idea was you poured the Groot beer, which was basically a form of root beer, and then there was the rocket shot, which you would pour into the center of it. They would add other flavors to it, and then you would drink the whole concoction. Not like it was a sipper. Like, it, it wasn't an alcoholic drink. It was just, you know. And that was awesome. Another thing they made that was awesome was a Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man, but they were caffeinated marshmallows. If I'm not mistaken, though, it was a April Fool's joke, too, but there was so much request for it that they actually made it. 
Uh, unfortunately, you can't get those anymore. Actually, you haven't been able to get those for years. So as far as that kind of clickbait goes, that's the more innocent kind. The one that's like, oh, okay, yeah, you got me. I'm sad this doesn't exist, though. But it's harmless. Just kind of makes you yearn for the nerdy things. You do a great job of touching base on something that has a strong tie with how the other layers of this link conversation. Why, thank you, Mike. There are some really great things that you can get. There are some great links on the internet that make you really happy, even if it's something that's totally fake. There is a gentleman on Reddit that I've seen several times. He is probably on a variety of other internet establishments. One of his goals is to make fake products. He made a bottom of the shoe cup holder. So the basic gag is when you're sitting on a chair out in public and you have your one leg crossed up, you use the bottom of the shoe, you attach this cup holder so you can use your foot that's up on your knee and it's a little cup holder holder. (laughs) Much like you just put in your car on the windowsill or whatever. You know, it's nothing fancy, but he has this whole video ad for his joke product. Thank you, listeners, for putting up with us through this experience of the good, the bad, the ugly of internet links. Now we hope you learned something. I hope you've learned not to click links unless you're confident about where it came from. Or you might have a virus and you should go to your doctor to get tested. And you should also get a virus scanning program to make sure your computer also isn't infected. Questions for the audience. The question I have, audience, is what is the favorite link you have come across that turned out to be fantastic or hilarious or something you are glad you came across that is totally safe for work and puts a smile on your face? I want to know what you've come across so that I can pair it up with what I've seen. My question for you is, what's your favorite Dr. Seuss book? My question is, when was the last time you thought about Edward Keel's troll song? Sadly, I haven't. Until now. More properly known as Trollolo. Man, it's just dropping a bombshell. Dropping earworms. Maybe the reason I haven't thought about that is because I don't need an additional one hour of 2020 to be impacted upon my brain via Daylight Savings. You can just shove off Daylight Savings. Please and thank you. Oh, God. 2020 has been one big clickbait, hasn't it? Just an out-of-the-blue hatred for Daylight Savings time. I knew we were missing something, Mike. Thanks for bringing that up. (laughs) The circle is now complete. It is right around the corner, so you can just go shove it, Daylight Savings. We went the whole episode without it, and every year you managed to hit on this. And I was like, I'm going to tell them after we're done recording that we went the whole fall season this year without mentioning. There he goes. Been in my bag pocket for weeks. There he goes. Look at him running off. Run, Mike. (laughs) Just run your little heart out. Speaking of running. We've run out of time. Don't be Denethor of Gondor. Wear a mask and wash your hands. If you enjoyed this or any of our episodes, 
please rate and review us on iTunes. Slap some funnies on our Banter BanterCast Facebook page. Or share mic facts with us on Twitter at banter underscore cast or individually at brogar, C-R-E, for Manny. You can find me on Twitter at Mike8Time, the number eight. You can find Aaron at 8BitWizard. The eight is Roman numerical. A big thanks to Blaze Animator for the current Banter Banter artwork seen on our different internet spots. And last but not least... Cheers to Brad Sucks, the creator of this episode's intro and outro song, Bad Attraction, off of the album I Don't Know What I'm Doing, 